You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everyone, and welcome to Brothers Just Searching. I'm Isaac, along with Pastor Daniel and Brother Anthony Hayes. Guys, how y'all doing tonight? Tired. Good, <laughs> <laughs> I caught Brother Dan. Hey, Brother Dan, you know, you you, you looking at the Bible right there. I, you know, I, I caught you by surprise. Huh? Hey, don't say that too loud. You're going to offend somebody. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to offend a lot of people tonight, most probably. <laughs> well, guys, how, how's your week been going so far? You know, we, we uh, meet up once a week, you know. It's pretty we, good so far. We see each other about three times a week anyway with the podcast and church and... Mm-hmm. You had the privilege last week of seeing me and Boogie four times last week in Baton Rouge. I've been blessed ever since. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, guys, if you want to contact our podcast, you can go ahead and uh, email us at IL777-R-O-M-A-N-S-1013 at yahoo.com. Also, you can contact us on Facebook at Brothers Just Searching. And... Guys, we just want to go ahead and uh, jump right into the topic tonight. Um, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, just a reminder on that. Uh, <laughs> um, we, we had an event Saturday, and we want to go ahead and talk about it a little bit. It was We announced it, that it was called The Answer. It was done at the Louisiana State Capitol. We hope that our listeners went ahead and prayed at the same time. A great event. Um, I enjoyed it. I think that the Lord used it tremendously we had about 15 to 20 churches that were involved Mm. and god just moved mightily we're going to go ahead and talk about that a little bit tonight also we're going to go ahead and talk about opinions do opinions really matter in america or do you have to have a certain opinion to be heard Mm. and we're going to talk about defunding of the cops and we're going to talk about a lot of things that are going on in our world today because uh a lot of people look at us and say well y'all spiritual podcast why don't you stay on the spiritual note? Well, this is spiritual. I believe mm-hmm. there's something guiding this in the back. But we, we try to keep up with current world events, and we try to give you all a biblical worldview of it. So, guys, y'all ready to rock and roll? Yeah, let's go. Brother Daniel, um, Saturday night was a great, great event we had at the state capitol. God moved mightily. We saw people's heart being touched uh what what do you think about saturday night brother i believe it was a breakthrough praise god i believe it, that it was god ordained i believe that the lord was behind it i mean you could really feel the presence of the holy spirit as soon as i walked up i felt the presence of god and just you know at the beginning it was just a kind of a small crowd because we got there early me and my wife but man, as the crowd started uh, just growing mm. because of the, you could tell there was a there was a hunger in the atmosphere to want to come together and pray we yes. know that and i love how they they um they titled it you know jesus he, he is the answer to situations that were going on you know in the world so i just like to read second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 and we all know it but that's what i felt like saturday night it, it said if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So it was it was an it was an iconic moment, I believe, for our local churches because it was multiple churches that came together, and then we had the privilege to be in front of the state capitol right. to do it. So that really, to me, that means a lot. I just believe God is going to move from this point on. You know, as we continue to pray too, they got to be the heart of the, and the heart of the people. And you know, walking up there, seeing a lot of familiar faces. We're 
an association with uh, First New Testament out there. Brother Andrew Wilkes from Theology on Fire uh, was there, and we got to talk about a lot of things that we felt was going on. But when the, the, the service started, you can say it was a service. Like you said, Brother Dane, it was it, the, the power of God was there. It wasn't, you know, one church trying to be better than another church. It wasn't, you know, well, we're going to outshow this team or that person. It, it was, we were unified. We were there for one reason, to pray for the nation. And it was, in my opinion, was one of the greatest times that I had in a long while. Mm-hmm. And the, what I liked about it, it wasn't economical at all. It was just, you know, full gospel, believing people, being justification by faith, you know, was there. So that's what I liked about it. You know, we were all one spirit in, in, in one connection. Right. And you, you're saying that one spirit, you know, I, I looked out for a second. I think I told you mm-hmm. or maybe told Lloyd that it was a... Uh, when I looked at it, I said, look, this is the cure. Right. And you were like, well, what cure for racism? We mm-hmm. had all kind of people there. We had mm-hmm. black uh, black people. We had Hispanics. We had white people. We had we had all kind we had all kind of people from different backgrounds. backgrounds and different cultures there. And we were there for one reason. And look, we weren't fighting each other. You know, you mm-hmm. look on you hear about racism and you hear about bigotry and you hear about that and we all they all fighting each other mm. because there's hate in their heart and i remember asking brother lee uh, we don't have that clip tonight but i asked brother lee uh while interviewing him for the podcast i said brother lee i said what what did you feel when you saw that he said it made my heart dance mm. we had a sister in the lord said this is what heaven's gonna look like you i had all kind of response but it was just showing how we were in unity. We we love the Lord, and it don't matter what color your skin is. If you're a part of the body of Christ, you're one. We have the blood of Jesus over us. Amen. So, God. Well, look, I, as I said that, I want to go ahead and play a couple of clips from uh, Saturday night. As I said, me and uh, our producer, Lloyd, went ahead and went talk to people. We talked to bro- Pastor Lee. We talked to Brother Emmanuel. Brother Brandon Trott, and we a couple of other friends. We have our friend Andrew on here, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna go ahead and play some clips of their their reaction for Saturday night on the answer. Jesus is the narrative. Jesus is the truth. There's a lot of facts, but Jesus is the truth. That means He is the healing of the problems. And so what we desire to do is, is come out here and call upon the Lord and pray because we believe that if we pray, the living God hears us and he answers. So we're taking a step of faith. We're trying to get all the churches together. We're not here in the name of any church. We're not having celebrity people. We're just coming out with the body of Christ, whoever will come and pray in the name of Jesus to God and ask the Lord for his presence and his healing in our land. Because I really felt encouraged just seeing people. I know this program was done in the space of a week. Mm-hmm. 
and but we saw I saw people come up to me and say hey we got it on Facebook we got it on different places and just felt like coming so just the gathering of the people of God was just a huge encouragement because that's how we began you know when the people of God came together in the upper room the Holy Spirit was right. poured out and just to see the gathering again of the people of God in this season just excites me because I, I sense another move of the Spirit of God through the people of God right. and we are still facing a difficult world today even more difficult than than then and so I know that God is doing something he's equipping the church with his spirit to be able to be the answer the solution for today's issues so that's just what excites me about this this event everybody's looking for an answer and the only answer is to be reconciled to God and to spread that reconciliation through the preaching of Jesus Christ and him crucified and loving people in the name of Jesus and so as we came we came to seek God to seek heaven to ask the Lord to come to minister to us to answer our prayers for his blessing for his grace for his help in the Holy Ghost and for God to just deal with the hearts of people and bring healing on this land and Jesus said that the church is to be salt and light in the earth and one of the things that salt does is salt preserves. This world is sick, is decaying, is broken, broken. But if we can be here to restrain the sin and restrain the foolishness and the power of the enemy in the earth and to bring blessing where there's a curse and health where there is sickness and, and soundness of mind where there's insanity, then we ought to do it in the name of Jesus by the power of the gospel. And so we're here asking God's help to do that in Jesus name. My mind for a good week, week and a half there was just so consumed with everything on Facebook, everything on Instagram that, you know, those things affect us. So coming up to this, I felt like the Lord is really having to work in my heart even just to prepare me for this because social media affects us. Terrible. People's hearts are hurting and other people are taking advantage of those hearts that are hurting for their own agendas. But to be able to come out here and it must have been like 15 or 20 different churches represented was just amazing to worship Jesus, to pray and really feel his presence and just know that he's going to hear us, that he is hearing us. It's just been such a blessing to me, man. Um, I feel like it was good to lift each other up and encourage one another. You know, we can get um, downcast when you look at the outward perspective, but when you just set your eyes on the Lord, that's when he begins to move. And that's what the focus was tonight. The focus was it didn't matter what nationality, what gender. It didn't matter where you came from, what you did. It just we were lifting up the name of Jesus altogether. And I think that's exactly what the body of Christ needs for today. But uh, just the presence of God and the peace of God is what um, I felt was so unique about today. And just wish the world would be able to experience that because no darkness uh, could have been able to stand what we experienced today. It would, it would have to flee. And so. Amen. So as you could tell, we had a good crowd out there. Now, mm -hmm. that was at the end. Yes. Yeah. That was at the end. And the Lord moved, as you could hear the testimonies of our brothers and our sister in the Lord. Um, just a great time. It felt like going back and hear them sound bites. It felt like everyone was encouraged. Mm -hmm. Everyone was blessed mm -hmm. and everyone was uplifted. As uh, Brother Andrew said, social media, you look on Facebook, you look on Fox News, CNN and all the major news networks and all it's all negative. Mm. But to come and get your mind ready for that night, it was just a blessing to be there. I'm glad we was part of it. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I wish they have it more often. <laughs> well, we need, we need, you know, now, now it goes to the point of, you know, we did that Saturday. 
But now what we're going to do is the same thing as Brother Daniel talked about during the pandemic. We went ahead and everybody was like, oh, I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to read. Now you had time. But now that the pandemic's slowly coming away, it looks like they're slow. people are slowly going back into their routines. Mm-hmm. We, we can't let Saturday night go past us. We had to carry it on to Sunday morning. We had to carry it on Monday. We had to carry it on today. We just have to keep on going forward. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have, you know, we can't let that, that spirit of prayer get away from us. Oh, yes. We definitely have to keep going forward. And as you read more of the headlines, that should inspire you to want to pray more. Right. And just the last, this past week, even more stuff has been going on. So really, I can't see how nobody cannot be on their knees with so many things going on in, in the times that we're living. So praise God on that. Amen. Well, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump on the, you know, like I said, Saturday night was great. And, you know, let, let's keep it, let's keep it going mm. and let's keep our prayer. Let's keep ready to pray as Brother Dan just said that you start reading the headlines this week was a a really really extremely hard week for me mm. um it started last week after our podcast when we finished talking about roman catholicism we just sat down for i guess about an hour mm-hmm. and we just started talking we just started letting our heart out and we felt that that would be the best way to go about tonight and since we talked about that brother daniel so much more stuff came about you know, um, defund the police came up. Um, you know, people are offended at Paw Patrol. <laughs> you know, and we just have, there's a, you know, there's so much stuff that went on. It's hard to put it all in, in perspective, but I'm, I'm starting to see America shift. Mm. And it's not, a, it's not shifting in a good way. Definitely. Definitely on that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anytime, like, uh, you look at the Seattle, Washington, and what they're doing over there, they got right. a six-block occupation of people just having a free zone and not having the police department involved in there. As a matter mm. of fact, they had, I believe it was the mayor of that city went in and told the, the police to pull out of there. Right. You know, so they could not have any violence and all that. But really, I mean, if we're really honest with everything that's going on, there's, there's just... There's a shift, like you said. There is a shift going on in this nation, and it's not good. And we have to be, um, we have to be real about it tonight. That you know right. that that it's not okay. Things are not right at this moment with everything going on. So, um, <laughs> you know, there's got to be law and order, no matter what. We we must, that's how we've been ruled is by law and order, and uh, we're just starting to see more of a. As the book of uh, Matthew says, 24 chapter about that, that that spirit of lawlessness, you know, that's coming upon the earth. So it really shows us where the condition is of our nation's at and where we're heading. And ultimately, as God pulls his hand back whenever he sees fit to do that, we will just start seeing uh, Bible prophecies start to be fulfilled quickly. Yeah, it, it, it's already being fulfilled. That, that's the yeah. thing, you know. Uh, I'm going to use a quote that a lot of believers use. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we're in the last of the last days. Mm-hmm. I believe Jesus is coming back real soon. All the signs are there. And, you know, talking to Brother Dalton the other day at church, he told me, he said, man, the the, the, the people are wicked. People are just naturally wicked. Mm-hmm. And now that's not a you can't say that according to the great prosperity message. You know, all people have some good in them. 
but men are just wicked and they they want to go after their own flesh they want to do their own thing and that's the i feel that is the the biggest issue right now is people don't want to be bound by any laws mm-hmm. now look we see the atheists do that they don't want to mm-hmm. serve god because they're 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 controlled by their creator mm-hmm. you know they don't want to serve they don't want to believe there's a creator because they don't have to follow his rules right so and that's that's the thing and that's the thing about this world they they don't want to follow jesus they want to be lawlessness and it's because their heart is wicked mm-hmm. well you think about it if you don't have god you know the law is not going to make it i think one of our founding fathers said that he said, if, if you don't have the Bible, if you can't, or you can't simple obey the Ten Commandments, how are you going to obey the Constitution? Right. Well, it, you know? the Constitution was based on Christianity. Christianity. And a lot of people say, well, no, they weren't all Christians. No, they weren't all Christians, but they had a moral and a biblical understanding right. to put that into the Constitution, which our founding fathers uh, were led more by the Holy Spirit than a lot of people are today. Right. The Constitution was, was made for a a Christian atmosphere and yes. environment, you know what That's I mean? Right. For God-fearing people. So people need to take a look back at that and look at all of what's been put in there. And not only that, but what our founding fathers, the letters that they wrote and some of the quotes that they made about warning us in these later generations what would happen if we were not accountable and responsible with right. liberty and freedom, if we were not keeping the Bible, you know, as well, our focus as a nation and keeping God, you know, as our God over our nation. And the thing you got to realize, if you take God out, there's a vacuum for something else. There's right. spirituality that's going to come in and fill the void. There's uh, all kind of things that will try to come in and, uh, and fill that emptiness, you know, if there's, there's no Christianity there. You know, right. simple as that, you know. Oh, yeah. No, it's just, it's just, it just hurts to see that, you know, especially the police department. And look, don't get me wrong. And we mentioned it two weeks ago. The The... the the death of George Floyd was heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. Yes. That a man, a man could do that to another man and take his own life, take take his take a life in his hands, and it hurts. It grieves, you know, because you know, it goes back to I was I started reading Genesis in Genesis uh, chapter four, the story of Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. From that point on, why did Cain kill Abel? Right. He was envious of what he had and he hated him mm. because he had a more holier sacrifice than him. And that's just, you know, we don't know if this officer had something on George Floyd, but it was just, it was gut wrenching. But to see, the George Floyd's death has changed America. We already established that, that it has changed America. It has changed the outline view. But just to see, the outcome of what it is. Look, I'm not against people protesting, I, peaceful protests. I'm against what's going on, as Brother Dan, you said earlier, in Seattle. You know, this, this this is a dictatorship. If you see what these people are doing and trying to defund the law and trying to stop law-abiding citizens, it's, it's, it's gut-wrenching to see what all happened just in a short month. Yeah. Definitely pre-planned. I'll say that boldly right now. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on. Like I said, and we've had this conversation before about, you know, the history of our nation, the history of the church, and why where we're at. I just read you that scripture from Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen, 
saying, if my people, if you continue to go down later on in the scriptures, the Lord says if they don't, then this is what's going to come upon right. them. And basically there's going to be a curse in the land. There's going to be famine. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be peace, and that's where we're at. So first and foremost, I say that the church is at fault at one point on all this, but now it's gotten to a point that... <laughs> That lawlessness is just running rampant right now. So we have to look at history and know, and those that understand that we need to repent, you know, for the sins of this nation and for the, and for the, some of the things the church has done, you know, we're doing that. And so praise God for that. But on the other part, now we, I just spoke a little bit on the church, but let's talk about the world system. Let's talk about uh, those that have taken advantage of our republic. I could even call it that anymore, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, they're calling it a, a democracy right. now, and I, I, I cringe every time I hear that because, right. you know, we are a republic, but we have a democ we have a voting, right. a democracy voting system, which right. makes us a republic democracy. There you go. But democracy, when people say that, like what's going on right now, they're saying there was a poll out that uh, we were made aware of that someone said Black Lives Matter. It's more popular than Donald Trump, which I don't believe that poll, but if that that's they're going to the main narrative. Oh, these people, oh, more people, the uh, that's more popular. So what we got to do? We got to let them rule, and that's right. a democracy. Is the the majority outweighs the mi mm -hmm. minority, and mm -hmm. we don't do that. Thank God for the electoral college, but we're we're not a democracy. We're a well, republic. Well, the problem is with democracy. If you ever study it, um, democracy never it always leads to dictatorship. Always, it's, it's always a mob rule behind it every time when you have a dictatorship. And uh, I tell you the truth, the, some of the things that's going on now, if you study, you know, you have to go back. They say history will repeat itself. You know, I was watching some films today. They were talking about fascism and how Mussolini and Hitler and them, how they took over their countries and stuff. And it, it's very similar. There's some differences here and there, but it's almost similar what the communists do, what the socialists do when they're trying to take over a country. They, they take advantage of bad situations. It could be economy, it could be, you know, wars, whatever the case was. And, and they said, well, we're going to take over our country with this. And they, they did. Never take this lightly situation. What we think was America, you know, we never be a socialist country or we never be like what happened with Germany, with Adolf Hitler or with Mussolini or what happened in Russia when the... Stalin, you know, Stalin and all his gang took over and Lenin. You know, there's no way that can happen here. But whoever thought that they would take over Russia? I mean, think about it. Whoever thought Germany, a high society, I mean, very smart, educated people. And look what happened to them. So never think, you know, you know, it can happen. Abraham Lincoln says something, and then we'll stop right here for a little while. Abraham Lincoln says something that makes very sense. He said, no country in the world can take the United States. He said Russia, Asia, and Europe combined couldn't take over the United States. But he said if, if, if America does go down, it's because there's enemies within. It's us that bring it down. So, Definitely. And the way our Constitution is set up, it's a free society. You know, no border walls or nothing. So there are those that have come in amongst us that want to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. want to go through legislation and through all our you know, political arenas to, to come with their agenda. And that doesn't say that we didn't have right. any mistakes that we've done as a as a nation. Right, right. We do got some things that are marred, but those are past. You know what I mean? So there's no perfect nation or country. That everybody has a history, but the opportunity is you know is here if people want 
to do right, they can have a good life. Mm-hmm. But others have just taken, you know, advantage of that. So we're really, I mean, when you look at everything that's going on, it's really a spirit of Antichrist behind mm-hmm. right. a lot of this. And the enemy is using, you know, organizations and people and high places for his agenda. Mm-hmm. I once heard uh, Mr., um, let me think of his name, Bill Cooper say one time that the New World Order, and this, he said this like over, man, since 91. Oh, wow. When he wrote the book, Behold the, uh, the Pale Horse, that the New World Order would be a socialist, you know. Wow, wow. It'd organization, yeah. And man, that's eye-opening because you see everything that's going on. You look at Russia and you look at China. And even they're involved in some of, in some of our politics. They are influencing people. Mm-hmm. Inside, so this yes, is what sir. you call it. You call it a fifth column army that's already inside a nation where the another nation is getting ready to come and attack it. They'll have somebody already sabotaging it in the political realm and every other realm they can to bring the divide and conquer, that's right. you know, thing. Mm-hmm. The people. Well, 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 Stalin said that he said he called them useful idiots, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you look at it, brother Dan, you just said some divide and conquer. Look what's going on in uh, Seattle. These people literally want to start a civil war. And look, I'm going to quote Rush Limbaugh now. I heard him, I think it was today he said that, or yesterday. He said, we're in a racial civil war. Yes, I agree. You know, and and that goes to a lot of points to where, you know, if you don't agree with their agenda, you're, you're considered racist, even if you're of the same color. Wow. You know, and that, that that's the thing. And it they're trying to... It's easy to pass something when we're in division because, look, what I think it was yesterday, the Supreme Court went ahead and passed that uh, LGBT had the same rights as the civil rights back in the 1960s. They also passed three other bills that if normal times conservatives would have heard it, they would have been like, whoa, no, no, that's not right. But they passed that all under the, the carpet. It was yesterday's news. Yeah. Now, let's go back to Seattle. Let's go back to <laughs> Black Lives Matters. Let's go back to Altiva. Let's go back to President Trump. And they, they squeezed it in for a second, but nobody remembers it. Mm. And that was a big court ruling yesterday. And it's ironic because this month is what month? Gay Pride it's, Month, yeah. Yeah, they celebrate. And that started with the other administration. So, wow. yeah, that definitely... It, it also shows the condition of the nation overall, where we're at. And, and we really need, like Saturday when we came to get to the pray, we're just doing it like in the Old Testament too. When we in the book of Acts, when things start getting a little bit heavy, what would the church do? We pray. God's people would come right. together and come before the presence of God or before him mm-hmm. and cry out to him. And we have to, as believers, come back and make sure that we think soberly of what's going on in the whole situation. Because it's so easy for us to be caught up in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, That's we stand right. for justice. What was done to George Floyd was horrible. It was horrible. That there, there, we can't even describe it. That's right. You know, it just, but it shows you, even with that, as bad as it was, and it's bad, but look at the chaos after that. That shows you the condition of the nation and the, way, and, and the direction that we're heading. Those things that are happening right now, those were pre-planned. You're not gonna have a. You're not gonna have 24 hours to be able to put all that together no, no. and do what all the damage wait, they've done. They were just waiting for the great, the the, the right the, time, the right crisis to right. happen. Exactly. Yeah. It, it goes the same thing with coronavirus. I, I honestly believe they didn't. Nobody planned coronavirus, right. but they said, "Well, while it's here, 
Let's use it. Let's use it. Same thing with, you know, and look, they may, I I always look at it like this. I don't think George Floyd's death was planned. There's people that have conspiracy theories out there that this was a sage killing and we, you know, all this stuff. I don't, I don't believe it was that. I believe when Joe Biden made his statement and Joe Biden got in some hot water, the media said, all right, we need to create something. Let's look for a story. And that story popped up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, this, this unarmed black man got killed by a white cop. Let's bring it up. Yeah. Exactly. All of a sudden, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you got to understand. And they used it for their event. They, they, they played it very well. Well, you got to understand from a spiritual point. If you read the book of Daniel, but a Daniel, when Daniel was praying, the, uh, they had an angel that came and he told him about, you know, he was praying about some things. And the angel said, look, uh. God was, God was, he had any interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that that angel, he had a hard time coming down because he met with the prince of Persia. That was a demonic uh, demon that was behind the Persian Empire and as well as for the Grecians. So to understand everything that's going on, you have to understand who's pulling the strings behind the stuff that's going on. And it's demonic forces, you know, they're, they're behind, they're, they control the cities. They control over nations. They control over certain districts, and and they're fighting for control. So right now, I don't know if you know what's going on, but June twenty first of this month, mm-hmm. the Luciferians are going to get together and they're going to be praying. Oh wow! For the new old order to come. Wow! In See, I didn't and, uh, know that. Yeah, just yeah. a lot of strange things are going on right now. Our weapons are not carnal but spiritual. Exactly. That's what right. the Bible says. Right. There, there's just I hate to say it, but I have to be honest. A lot of people in this world system are ripe and ready for the new world order. The oh, way yes. we're going, they are, yeah. And this has taken a while, you know, for decades, specifically here in the United States. And every time we start kicking out God out of our society, the court system, the the, the educational yeah. system, and everywhere else, well, what, what do we expect? So, yeah. uh, we're living in some very interesting times. And sometimes I wanted to be point blank, my brothers, how much more time do we have? To get people in the ark, because I mean, the Bible says that no man knows the hour that no. the Lord's coming. But when we start looking at the things that are going on, and there's a push of this Antichrist spirit, those that have eyes to see and ears to hear, yeah, what the Spirit is revealing through the Word is going to understand the times that we're living. So I just feel like there's really an emphasis too to to really start doing evangelism wherever we're at. You know, not that we might not be doing yeah. that. Right. But under what's going on right now, I think that we have to push forward. Well, the thing people got to realize, and I know we're not going to be able to talk a whole lot about it, but the one world order has been playing for years, and I think this is one of the big things uh, pushing for it. You know, the first Bush said it. He said that uh, we need a uh, we need a uh, one world order, and he openly said that. So it tells you right there. Well, they're not they're not hiding no more. It's not no. they're not hiding. You know. Look, let's say when Bush said that, when people looked at him, they're like, oh, you saying that now? Mm-hmm. Man, you, know, you need to keep that quiet. But now they're openly saying, look, we need to go something like the U.N. to make a world government and and let, let them have a, a supreme leader so we don't have no more wars. We don't have no more strives. So, you know, where, where does the U.N. meet at, my bro? Right, New York, New York City. City right. New York City. Mm-hmm. And that property is not... Part of the United States. No, it's United Nations. Rockefellers were involved financing that and all that. So, 
Wow. That speaks volumes. We all know. Let's go back with the history of that. We know during uh, World War One, after the World War One, they had the League of Nations, which fell mm -hmm. apart. That's right. So probably almost real close right after World War Two, and that's when the United States was organized and established right. after World War Two. And so we know where a lot of these things are going. If you go to the UN building, they they got the room called the meditation room, which is like kind of like a rectangular, mm -hmm. you know object of right. a, a square black object wow. and they go in there and they pray so they are so anti-christ mm -hmm. anti-christian the un well the, the thing is you got to remember though is that the reason why the this united nations and all this was created because they had these wars and i believe that the people who want a one world government they they gave money and they finance, they finance these wars. So when, when people in the world and Americans say, look, we need something to stop these horrible wars. So like I said, they don't waste a good crisis. They create it. Or if something comes along, they try to use things to pressure people to push them in the direction they wanted to get. So that's how, that's how the United Nations came about, really, because of World War II. And, and they're, they're yeah. using these events as that. Yes, they are. Because, mm -hmm. you know, and you, you've been hearing it for four years. But that's been a narrative of Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, and all these guys. They say they're leading up to the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. All Like you said, remember, they, they, they bring a crisis so you can go ahead and be be ready to think a certain way or mm -hmm. do what they want you to do. Exactly. It's and been like that for years. They're using this. Like I said, 2020, I remember when we did our first episode, we said, man, 2020 something's going to happen in 2020 we didn't know yes. this was going to happen right but right. all this stuff's happening in an election year this is all pointing to to try to get president trump out and to try to put in a certain agenda mm -hmm. i agree and I, I believe that's what all these events are coronavirus this this event uh we still got a half a year we don't know what's going to happen right it's hard to tell right now no so it it's sad it's just I really think this is one world government that's pushing all this. The people who's pushing it, they're millionaires, they're, uh, they're anti-God. Majority of them are atheists who are actually pushing for this. And, and they, 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 this is the problem where the devil gets people deceived. I was hearing the other day, they're saying, well, we're protesting to end racism. And so this is the deception to these globalists, too. Well, if we can create a one world government, because this is what's behind it, really. They say, well, if we create a one world government, we have no more wars, you know, no more. It'd be paradise on earth, kind of like they did when you go back to the book of Revel uh, uh, Genesis, when uh, they were trying to build that tower. It's the same thing they're trying to do today. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to say, well, they, man is trying to make themselves God, so we can bring on peace. But it's hard to do that when you got a sin nature. Right. I mean, you cannot, I mean, without God, you cannot have a perfect society. But Satan is lying to them. You know, making them think, hey, we do this, we we could. How how you can make a paradise, or how you can make a perfect world, where uh, uh where it's uh, is is it's damaged. You know, it's it's corrupt. It, it's, it's well, how you can you have know, a perfect world without serving the perfect one? Exactly, and the world's all messed. I mean, you have to have God has to refix it, really. Yep. You know. Exactly. I mean, you know, we were talking about socialism earlier. Now look at all those that are involved, that are governors and mayors in certain cities throughout the United States that are really causing problems because of wow. the relief system. Yeah. I mean, you look in Seattle, Washington, what's going on there. You look at the, I believe, the mayor in Los Angeles County. You go on, I mean, L.A. City. I mean, you go on and on and on. Look at all the hotspots that we got going on. 
they believe in the socialist doctrine. So that's yes, sir. that's basically what's going on with a lot of this. Yes, sir, and did you know if you go back to history, a lot of these socialists, even mostly in the liberals and the Democrat Party, a lot of them. If you look the Nazi uh, platform, you notice that they're actually following the same stuff that Hitler, Mussolini, and all them is doing. So if people will go and study history, you'll be really shocked at how they're talking about these things. They're like, well, you know, if somebody have a, a really study history good or someone who does, you know, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. Then when you go back to history, to Nazism and socialism, you're like, oh, wow, it sounds just like they want to ha have a government help control care. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything socialism. Government run police system. Exactly. History proves socialism and communism. There's, there's some differences, but one thing they do have in common, they want the government or big brother or state to control everything, mm -hmm. the economy, everything. So I think that's another... I just read an article earlier, and it said, you know yeah. what's in between capitalism and communism? Socialism. Socialism, right? exactly. And so I was saying a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm changing my thought now because there's a lot of evidence, that we were entering into a soft socialist revolution in america yes but yes. i believe it's going to the next level now we see a lot of violence going on a lot of intimidation right, right. yeah it could be communism now the door because jordan time with the socialism jordan time communism takes over and picks up the pieces that they damaged like like what happened with uh, world war ii and you know what happened when, you know communism took over half of germany because of what hitler did so jordan time socialism falls right behind it most of the time so 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 on a i'm yeah i believe it is but i'm asking y'all uh -huh. what we talked about what's going on in seattle with defund the police and everything mm -hmm. do you honestly think that i could say the democrat party but just say all politicians in general are this world system that mm -hmm. they're trying to get to the one world order mm -hmm. they're using defund the police they're using these people to pass mm -hmm. their agenda well one of the possibilities they've been talking about i mean i just I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. But supposedly, uh, George Floyd's family have asked that the UN would come in. Oh, wow. Really? Work mm -hmm. in this situation. So we, we have to look at what's really going on. If, if, if our, um, or if the gospel has been pushed out of our society to a point, there's a remnant still. We're still praying. Praise God. We're still believing God to move. But because of all that and the New World Order spirit that's here, and then socialism, which is going to be spearheading that, and that's not even including the Vatican and the Pope. We're starting to see some things that are going on, and so there's a forming of coming against the United States. That's mm. what this is about. Yes, the United States has to be brought down to her knees in order for the New World Order to continue to go. Yes, now, I believe with all my heart, brothers, I know we all agree on this mm -hmm. table that we're standing in the gap. Right yes, for this nation because we believe God's not done with the harvest. He's not done with us doing what needs to get done. And so we believe in that by faith. But there is there is a satanic agenda that's going mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. because it's multiple people and multiple organizations, not only in the organizations, but even in our own government. It's sad to say even in some of our own churches. <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was watching a video today. And they said that they, uh, President Obama and a few of them leaders said it, said, we want to reshape America. We want to remake America. So to me, when they're saying that, like you said, one world government, you have to bring America down. Because did you know, most people don't realize, in Freemasonry, they have, a, they have a bird called a phoenix. And what it is is that when this bird dies, 
it, it it burns up and it dies and then a new bird is you know resurrected a new bird comes out of the old the old bird so to them and for one world government those who want it that's what i think they're doing right now the phoenix is dying the bird is dying and a new bird is coming up and that's going to be the one world and, government. and that, that, that explains yeah. a lot what's going mm-hmm. on with which has been making my blood ball mm-hmm. is about that no one can speak their own mind or their own opinion right mm-hmm. now right you know because we're talking about defund the police and everything about socialism but that's you don't have free speech in a socialistic country. Right. You got to, what the government says is, is, is your thoughts. If you don't, if you think otherwise, you know, communist socialism countries, you mm-hmm. know, you, you, you can't, can't, you can't have your own opinion. And look, I'm, you know, I didn't mention it for two weeks. When I did mention it, I had people rip me off for it. Mm-hmm. But the Drew Brees comments, I, I don't see, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with what he said. Now, that's my opinion. Right. But it's funny how they shamed him into apologizing. And P- and look, the, now the whole thought process is, oh, well, if Breeze thinks it's wrong, then we must think it's wrong. We do have white privilege. We do have. And they, they made him they made him change his opinion to think on a leftist side. Now, look, police brutality. I, I agree. Police brutality is wrong. But when a man says something and he can't voice his own opinion, we mentioned the, the Constitution earlier. The First Amendment gives us the freedom of speech, along with freedom of the press and freedom of religion. Right. But and that that whole mindset, they're using that to say, well, look, if you're against this, mm-hmm. you're wrong and you're going to be shamed into it. And you can't have your own opinion no more. Well, right. it's like what's going on right now, for example, like uh, it's like if you have two black guys, one's a Democrat and liberal. And you got one, he's a conservative and a Christian or a conservative. And the other black, black who are Demo- the Democrat guy is going to call the other black one racist. When, how can it be racist when they're both black? And it just to show you how we're going at now. Now it's racism is taking a whole new level, you know. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 5 yeah. verse 20, you know, the people are going to call evil good and good mm-hmm. and evil, right? So, yes, sir. You know, that's, that's where we're at, brother. We, uh, once again, I try to bring our feedback to... Right. Because yeah. it's very easy for us just to get really emotional mm-hmm. and upset. Right. And I don't blame anyone at this table or anyone else to yeah. feel that. Yeah. Because there is a righteous anger, even for mm-hmm. a Christian believer, for what they're seeing. Right. That a lot of people are being victimized and losing a lot just mm-hmm. because the agendas have been taking advantage of an incident that happened. Right. You know, so you got, you know, uh, people that have, have their life savings and their own personal small business that have just been burned right. down to the ground. Wow. You got supermarkets that have been burned down to the ground. You got innocent people that are whose lives have been destroyed or it's going to take them a while for them to get back on their feet. So here's the agenda. Mm-hmm. All right, first, we have the cor- coronavirus that has come in, all right? right? Now, we know that took a lot out of us financially. Right. We had mm-hmm. the stimulus package. I forgot what was it, two point something Million. trillion. Okay, now it's funny. All of a sudden, the riots come up. Now, all of a sudden, they want to defund the police department. I just read an article that they're going to cut so much out of the uh, L.A. County with the, the police department over there. And they're very upset about all that. And so, you know. Well, in New York, yeah. in New York, there's there were 600 cops let go. Yeah. And when they asked why they were let go, they said, well, they're part of the um, no uniform division. Mm-hmm. And we we to cut that out. Come to find out the reason those cops were undercover like that, it was to catch evidence. Black Lives Matter said, well, we don't like them invading our privacy. We're not without a uniform. 
But like they said, how you expect them to find evidence if they know they're a cop? If they come in a uniform, they're going to hide all the evidence. Yeah. I, I think I think this is what is going on. But Daniel mentioned it earlier. I think they're trying like to get the UN. They're trying to get the UN Army, the UN police. I think, and and, and what's bad about that, when they do that, they're gonna bring some from other nations. You're gonna have Russians. You're gonna have Germans. You're gonna have, you know, uh, co- from other countries, Chinese. I mean, if it's a one world government, one world army, you can expect different, you know, Muslim armies. If so, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying, you know, I could my, be wrong, my bro. But, I heard a Muslim iman, yeah, from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Say this, I think, on June 2nd this yeah. month. Yeah. And he was speaking to a crowd and saying that the protesting and all that was not enough. That they didn't need to do like jihad. I'm just wow. paraphrasing. Like, you know wow. what? You're not taking it to the level like the Quran says you need to. Oh, wow. It's not radical and enough. I'll get you that, mm-hmm. that video. I'll have to go back yeah. and look for it real quick. I should have I should have wow. saved it. But I was just in awe. Somebody was able just to, to um, record him to hear what he was saying. And I tell you, they, they're look. The agenda is is that they're going these these multiple forces are going to use the name of equality. In other words, against racism. You know mm-hmm. that they're going to take advantage of people in, in this country to divide and conquer. That's what this is about. That's what wow. the socialists are doing. They're saying we got to figure out a way what's really bothering this nation, so we can we got to weaken it in its faith in God. We got to weaken it in its faith of moral values in the Ten Commandments. We got to weaken its faith in the justice system. We got to weaken all parts of its society to come in and take over. And, wow. and look, it, it fits in what Todd Stearns wrote in his book, Culture Jihad, yeah. to where, you know, you said that they said it, it isn't enough. The riots isn't enough. But in, I believe it's Iraq, when he wrote the book, they were starting to tear down statues, start burning history books and starting to say, well, we don't need our history. What they're doing, look, it started in the Obama era where mm-hmm. they started to pull down Confederate statues. That all of a sudden came back up out of nowhere mm-hmm. to pull down Robert Lee statues and all the name of fairness and equality. And it is tearing down a nation's history, it's trying to rewrite the history. Because mm-hmm. right. there was a video of a lady filmed today, and it was a black lady. She was, she was talking to four white women. And she was just telling them, y'all don't know the history. The Democrat Party is not the history. It's not the party for the black people. It's the Republican Party. And she started She started saying how they formed the KKK. They just started all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And these women were like, that's that's history? She goes, yeah, that's history. Well, we didn't know that. What but I- that that's history. And they, they're not. They, the Democrat Party and the leftist society and people that hate this nation is just trying to rewrite our history. Mm-hmm. And that's why these statues are going down is to, well, look, these are some people that were Democrats. We need to take that down before people start looking. What I, what I would say on that and the impression I got and what I looked at is that, you know, you remember when the children of Israel were crossing over the River Jordan mm-hmm. and Joshua told them to get 12 big mm-hmm. stones and put right. them right there? Yeah. And what was it for? It was for a, a memorial, a remembrance to tell future generations what the Lord did for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so, as much as it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a, a um, I don't know what do you want to call it as far as our history and some of the mistakes that we did, as far as that, yeah, it, we have a little we have a little dark period in our history in America that was just not right. So, what better thing to do 
then keep these memorials and statues as a remembrance of what happened. What, yeah, what not to do again. Yeah, because when you this this is what you have to understand about socialism and communism. They love destroying history and burning books, like you said earlier, right. in order they can indoctrinate the future right. generations. If you don't know where you came from, if you don't know your heritage mm -hmm. or your mistakes of your forefathers, you're more than likely well, being able to well, repeat it and be, be, be indoctrinated to follow whatever agenda, whoever is behind well, it. What's sad is, though, Brother Danny, they're just not going after the South Civil War veterans. Mm. They're going after George Washington and Lincoln. I, heard, I I wish I could. I need to go find that 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 news article when they were talking on the news and they, the lady said, "Look, we're just not going after the Confederate. We're going after George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. They own slaves too." That lady that lady didn't know what she was talking about Abraham Lincoln because Abraham Lincoln was so poor. Yeah, he didn't own one slave, and right. he was against George Washington did it. But if you go read the slaves' encounter of George Washington, they said they were better than some of the masters. Mm -hmm. So. You can't say he has to treat them good, his slaves. Right. Look, well, we believe yeah. we believe that home um, that abortion is wrong, but people use the term. Well, it's a, it's legal. I can do it. Okay. Look at the time frame. Right. Slavery was legal. Look, was it wrong? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But the mindset of people back then was, well, it's legal. Right. Mm -hmm. I can own some people. Right. Right. And that, that's what a lot of people don't don't realize it is. But it was it was corrected to a point, and we have mm -hmm. to face the facts that at least it was corrected to a point. What I mean by that, yeah, there was much bloodshed over that. All right, so right, yeah. so that's what I want to get at. That you know what, even though all those things were done, it was corrected to a point right. in our nation, right. and we all can agree on this table. That if it didn't, if it never happened that way, this country would have not been blessed after that. No, right. God but was at a point that He wanted this nation to deal with that situation, and we got through it. And it was a very horrific, her <laughs> bad time, I should say, very bloody, just a dark time in our history. But that's over with now, and now we're, right. we're facing something new. So, you, I guess what we're trying to get to the audience is that. Anytime we start speaking the things that are going on, people just want to start taking sides and getting upset. Right. We're trying to just wake people up to show you the agenda behind all this. Yes, mm -hmm. these things, some of these things that have been done in our nation were not right, you know, but we have served justice to a point. That's why we have our court system and our judge and all that. When things come up and we pray that they do make the right, righteous, you know, um, uh, commitment, you know, to be convicted or not. So... Uh, it's just, just a lot, a lot of just, it's just, uh, man, I, well, it's nation, almost like I can't even come up with the words at this morning. This our today. nation has made mistakes, mm -hmm. but God raised men mm -hmm. to justify, look, before Lincoln, you know how many men and women that were Bible-believing Christians? Mm -hmm. Look, um, it's the, the Underground Railroad. Yes, yes. Yes. You know, you don't hear about the Underground Railroad. That was a that was a time for white and black history, where it mingled in and it saved all kind of uh, black slaves. Mm -hmm. Why is it not mentioned? Because it was read, led by a pastor. Just so happened that was white. Mm -hmm. That helped them. That's right. He didn't. He didn't go ahead and ask for anything in return. He loved these people and he didn't want to see them slaves. Now, mm -hmm. according to them, according to the law, then. He was wrong. He was breaking, he, the, he law. Was breaking the law, but right. he had a higher standard to go by. He went by mm -hmm. God's law, not by man's law. 
Right. And that that God has allowed people to justify. You get what I'm saying? To right. it was the, the country did unjustly, mm-hmm. but. When the Emancipation Proclamation, God used it to where it can be justified, to right. where, where it's, look, it's done. It's over. Look, well, it, it's finished. Well, this is what people got to realize. Bef- even before Abraham Lincoln, our founding fathers, they couldn't end slavery 100% like they wanted. Their desire, majority of them, were to end slavery. So they said, you know what? We can't quite end it like we want it. So what we do is we'll stop people from bringing slaves in in boats because before that they were bringing slaves and drills they were bringing slaves in slave boats but the founding fathers said you know what we're going to end that so they didn't bring no more slaves from africa to the united states at a certain time in american history and now we had the issue the the blacks that were here and the slaves who were here we had to deal with that as right. time went on so people don't realize this was something that couldn't happen right away it was it's something that had to take time there was something that god had to you know some things take time right. and that's what people don't realize today that certain things it is it, it came along but we did better than a lot of other countries and you know and then to the civil war mostly so you know there was times where people failed to realize yes we had slavery we had plantations but they don't tell you there was some progress to slow down or, or, or pretty much hurt that's uh, the the slavery in a good chunk of way. Yep. You know? Oh, definitely. And I would say right now, anyone that's a true Bible-believing follower of Christ knows that we can't hate our brother. Amen? No. No, no matter what, whatever, where the, what background they come from, or what right. part of the, the face of this earth, we know that. And so we want to express that strongly tonight on this podcast, right. that we love all men. Amen. Amen. Hey, man, I love the kind of what it says that part of it. All men were created equal. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, that's right. a God-given right, that we were created in God's image. Amen? That's right. And so we need reconciliation in, in our nation. The church has to show a love like it's never shown before right. in these last days to put out some of these fires. So we want to come at the end of this podcast with hope, knowing mm-hmm. that yep. the Lord God is still in control. He's still on the throne, yep. and he still has an entity called his church, which he purchased with his own blood, who is still going to go out and be his hands and his feet and his heart to touch a lost and dying world. Amen. Jesus said to love one another. Amen, my brother. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, we want to thank you for being with us tonight. We always are blessed and encouraged that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Um, a few favors to ask. Please go ahead and like our Facebook page. Uh, just go type in Brothers Just Searching. Should pop up right away. We go ahead and put up all our new episodes. This one will be up there shortly. And also go subscribe to the uh, podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast at and leave us a review that helps us out to get the word out about this podcast so we can reach more souls until next week brother daniel brother anthony you'll have a good day well good rest of a good week and you'll have a good night